Hey friend, I am so excited you're here. I'm Marianne Anderson. You might know me from This Loud House on Instagram, and I have a secret to share with you. I'm not really an expert, but I have a ton of friends who are. And each week you can join us for inspiring, fun, and practical tips on how to decorate your home, organize your space, take care of your body, chase those dreams, rock that outfit you just got at Target. And girl, we're going to help you with what the heck to make for dinner too. This is the Life Sunny Side Up Podcast. Welcome. Hey friends, today I am chatting with my friend, Nicole Johnson, who is part of the duo, the band, Ellen Owen. And not only is she a rock star and absolutely gorgeous and have amazing fashion sense, but she's also a mom and she has two little ones at home. And we're going to chat all things chasing your dreams, fulfilling your destiny, and balancing that with motherhood. So you guys get ready. It's going to be a fun conversation today. So if you love this episode, friend, I want you to do three things, okay? First, subscribe, and then that way you never miss an episode, and I'd love to hear your comments, so make sure you leave one of those too. And you can take a screenshot, and you can post it on Facebook and Instagram and share with your friends. Make sure that you tag me at This Loud House, and you can use the hashtag LifeSunnySideUpPodcast. You guys, what a treat it is to be sitting down with, I always say my friend, but like, this is more than my friend. It's a family member, Nicole Johnson, who is one part of the duo Ellen Owen. And the other part happens to be my cousin. Our moms are sisters. So I'm just, Nicole, I'm so excited to chat with you today. And you're like, thank you. I'm so glad to be here. You're like, the coolest. I mean, oh, the gosh. coolest. <laughs> so, Good. You drank my Kool-Aid. You believe the lie. It's working. <laughs> oh man. Well, for our listeners, just tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh man. I'm not, first of all, I'll just go ahead and make a blanket statement that I always get nervous with interviews and podcasts because even if I have a remote idea of what's coming my way, I always like freeze up and fumble over my words. And so half the time I look back and I'm like, what was I even saying? So I'm going to try not to do that. A little bit about me. I mean, I am kind of all over the place. I call myself an introvert and it doesn't make really any sense, but in my mind, it makes perfect sense. I'm a mom of two little boys. My oldest just started. No, I saw that. I'm like, oh my gosh. So crazy. It's, it's, it's a whole new chapter of life. Yeah. Musician, songwriter. I mean, I say musician as if I actually play an instrument. I really technically don't, but I like to pretend that I do, but I'm a songwriter, singer, performer, artist, crazy person. (laughs) That's my bio. (laughs) And I think recently you've done some modeling too, right? Can we add that to your resume? Yes, technically you can, even though I'm ready to like bump that off the resume because it just, it's really, it's kind of like, a hobby that really is not doing anything for me, but it's just fun. And it's kind of all ties into chasing down the things you always thought about doing maybe one day. And then you wake up and you're like, Oh, I'm actually not doing anything. I should probably get around to doing something. So I just, uh, I kind of had always wanted to do it. So 
It's not well, really. Girl, I've I seen you that. in a bikini after two kids. So I think you can definitely rock whatever you want to do. Oh, <laughs> well, all right. Take us back to the very beginning. And I'm sad. I really don't know this story because I was like in college and just too cool for school, like keeping up with family at that point, you know, in my life when you and Josh met. So I want to hear the story because obviously your relationship changed your whole oh, yeah. life. Yeah. So how'd you guys meet? So on the other side of Josh's family, on his dad's side, his cousin and I were really good friends. And in the summer of 2003, his cousin had invited me and a couple of other friends to Josh, my husband's family's lake house. And I had just broken up with my ex who was also on the trip because he was just, we were all just a group of friends and he was there and I just was like, ugh, I don't want to be around my ex. You know, we had just broken up and I don't know, Josh was there. I had no idea that he was, I had no idea he was young. I was 16, but I definitely didn't know that he was younger than me. He was 15 and I was drawn to him immediately. I mean, he was super cute, but there was something about our first conversation, our first real conversation. We sat out on the hammocks and talked for probably three or four hours and just we talked about, I mean, for being 15 and 16, for being kids, we were talking about some pretty heavy stuff about yeah. future and family and what we want out of you know life and what we want with our spouses and the kind of relationships we want. And after that conversation, I called my best friend and I was like, pretty sure I just met my husband. She's like, you wow. can't say that. Oh my God, I'm saying it. I love it. We fell fast and hard and we, I, I lived in Nashville. He was in Knoxville. So we dated long distance and I was homeschooled. So I was able to pack up my books and, and go to Knoxville and hang out by the pool with his mom while he was in school. Yeah. And then we would come out of school and we just hang out and play music. And he, that's kind of how it all started a little bit with us and music. Cause he, he knew from a really, really young age that that this is what he wanted to do. And I just loved to sing. So I think I'm on like two or three of his old demos and albums, just singing harmonies with them. And that's kind of how it all started. It wasn't really music. People have often asked, like, so the music that brought you guys together? It's like, no, it was just pure love. We were just pure love. Pure I know. Love. That's pure so love. cool. So yeah. I, because I remember Josh in middle school and like, he was this cute, like he was really, he was into art and he was kind of oh, chubby oh, yeah. and like, oh yeah, I kind of, yeah, 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 totally. And I come back to see him at, you know, 15, like playing guitar and he's lost weight and he's playing yep. venues, you know, or coffee shops or whatever. Yeah. And of course his mom, Aunt Janie, you know, out oh. there like, you know, big promoting. promoting. Yeah. yeah. And then all of a sudden there's this Nicole and we're like, oh, and you're gorgeous. And, and, and then all of a sudden there's this duo happening and for me, like as an outsider, Nicole, and not really knowing you that well, really until like recently and stalking your yeah. Instagram and all of that. But you just always seem to know exactly A, who you are and B, like what you wanted to do. Was that, do you, do you feel like you've always really felt like confident in your own skin? Uh, you know, it's interesting. I feel like 
the vast majority of me growing up was very confident. I was confident in being different. I think Mm -hmm. that's the only thing I was confident in. I wasn't really confident in myself. You know, I think it takes a lifetime to get comfortable with ourselves and to really, you know, because we're always changing and growing and shifting. And yeah, but I really was, I was pretty insecure, honestly, but I knew that I was different and I liked being different. And I liked that about myself. And I did always know, kind of always had like a goal. It was not a very, you know, solid, like I didn't have like my five point plan, you know, I'm going to be here in 10 years and do this. It was more just this overall vision of my life that I knew I wanted and like my top goals. And I had no idea how I was going to achieve them, but Uh I've never been a good planner. I'm like, I'm going to get there. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but going to get there. Do you think that your parents played a role in that and and did homeschooling play a role in that? Because you were, obviously that's different, right? Unconventional, Mm -hmm. becoming more popular, but where do you think that security and being different came from? I would say for sure my parents, they always allowed me to just be me. I was Mm -hmm. always a different kid. My mom would have loved it if I, you know, worn pink lace and I was like, give me the neon high top Converse, but I'm going to wear one yet bright yellow one on one foot and one bright green one on the other. Like yeah. I, I just, I loved to challenge. I also, I knew that it bothered her. So I was like, I'm going to do this. Right. But right. I'd say my parents for sure. They had a huge, huge role in just letting me be funky and weird and different and not trying to, you know, put me into a certain mold and homeschooling. I didn't have a, which was really good, especially for my younger years. I, I didn't have a whole lot of people to compare myself to, Right. which with my personality type, it would not have been really great. If I had been surrounded with a bunch of people, I would have probably just cowered down in a little shell and hid away forever. Now, did you and Josh, when you first started dating, did you talk about music and the future with music and, and how did the idea for Ellen Owen come to be? So when we were dating, we did talk about mostly like his goals in music. Cause like I said, I, I didn't really know. The only thing that I was certain of was that I wanted to be a mom one day. I'm like, I, I know I just want family. Interesting. I really, really wanted to be a mom. That was pretty much my only certain goal that I was like, mm-hmm. that, that's what I want. But I'm, I kind of think I'm realizing now I didn't really, I didn't really allow myself to dream too big. And so, and I was kind of safe. I was like, you know, I know, I know I can do that. I know I want to do that. And, and I loved to sing. So when we were talking about his future and he, we knew he wanted to go to Belmont and it helped, but it was in Nashville. And that's where right. I was. He just knew like, I want to be an artist. I want to be a songwriter. And he was uncertain of how to, you know, really make that happen. And he had big, big, big dreams of, you know, being like a performing artist and touring and things like that. But he also kind of was like, let's just start small. Let's just kind of, you know, if I can live in Nashville and write music and do something in that world, that would be great. And it, honestly, it wasn't until our first year of marriage, I kind of got the bug to like, I'd written some songs and had played piano for a while then and was like, I think I, I think I want to do a demo or something. You know, I've never recorded any of my music. And some good friends of ours kind of gave us a little chunk of information. They've been married for several years before us at that point. And they were like, you know, with, with the industry being the what it is and you guys being, I'm pretty competitive. 
Uh-huh. They just encouraged us to be like, well, have you guys ever thought about, you know, joining together and being like a duo or something? And at the time there was no duos. Like it was like, yeah. uh, what, what, is, what does that even look like? You know, right. my first, I was like Sunny and Cher. Like I le- legitimately, I couldn't even think of a single duo. And we're like, yeah, let's just give it a try. And we went in the studio and recorded an album with a couple of his songs, a couple of my songs, and then a song that we'd written together. And it had more traction than anything that he'd ever done on his own. And we both just felt really good about it. Like this, this feels right. I don't know where this is going, but this feels right. And that's kind of how it all started. And that was, that was our, after our first year of marriage. So it was about 10 years ago. So I know for me, like my first year of marriage, you know, it's a lot of adjusting. And so I can only imagine also writing music together and going through that experience. Do you think it brought you guys closer together? Do you think it unearthed things that all of a sudden you're like, oh, I didn't know that about you. You know what I mean? Yes, for sure. It took a really long time for for us to kind of figure that out. And I think Another part of our story that's a little bit different is probably right after that album, that first album came out because Josh was at Belmont. There was a couple of extracurriculum classes he was in. And one of them was, I don't remember anything about the title or what it was, but Winona Judd's manager and her team were there. And this is so not like Josh, but he was like, how about... I need some extra like outside perspective on this. And so he, he goes up and, and hands her our album, which this is the part that's like, so not Josh. He was wow. not, he's not that guy that's like, Hey, here's my album. Yeah. And he just told her, he's like, you know, I, my mom says it's great, but I really like some, you know, real info on it and, and true feedback. And she contacted us like the next week. And wow. before we knew it, we were signed with, with her, the, we went on the first season of The Voice, made it through, like just kind of things just happened really fast. Mm-hmm. So I feel like in answer to your question, a lot of those scenarios of us riding together and really being in it together didn't really come out and didn't really happen until we were like neck deep in our career. Like, oh, hang on. We, we've already, like yeah. it was a blessing. It was a yeah. huge blessing, but it was so fast that we kind of couldn't, couldn't catch our breath because we're very different. We're very different, me and Josh. Yeah. But powerful together. I mean, I remember the first time I heard you guys together and it was, you guys, I feel like were pioneers in this new, you know, duo. And also, you know, of course now everything's like boho and, you know, this style happening and you were doing it way before the rest of us were on Instagram. (laughs) Was there a moment, I mean, I remember sitting in my living room watching The Voice, like, oh my God, they're on The Voice. You know, this is so exciting. And you guys have done so many things and touring and, you know, all of these albums and some really some really big things. Was there a moment where you're like, okay, this is like happening. I mean, we are like, we're doing this. We're officially musicians, right? Not just like singing at church on Sunday. This is a big deal. Yes. I remember when we came home from, from LA from filming the voice and it was like the day after the episode had aired that we were on. And it was hands down still the weirdest day of my life because I remember going like all these different places that was teaching max. And then I was like in Nashville at a coffee shop and I was hopping around and 
every single place I went, people were coming up to me and like, Oh my God, were you on the voice? And I just oh was my like, goodness. what is happening? They're like, I, yeah. it was the weirdest feeling. So there was definitely that moment of like, wow, is this, is this really it? This is, this is, is my this, life. Is this my life? That of course faded very quickly. And people were like, you know, here today, gone tomorrow when it comes to reality TV, but it definitely that show and that moment in our career was a huge, huge launching pad for us, for sure. So you guys have the success and you are touring and then you decide to have babies. And Mm -hmm. I, I remember watching you and you're like pregnant and you're Mm -hmm. showing up every night singing. And we have children, basically we were pregnant at the same time, my last two and your two. I did not look like you. I didn't have the energy. I was certainly not singing. So how, like, first of all, how did you guys decide like now's the time or did it, you know, was it like, oh, I guess now is the time, you know, how did it happen? With our first, with Nolan, we, we had been married for almost six years And that had kind of always been in like a point in our relationship where we had said, okay, like five or six years into marriage, that's like right right around the time. Like, let's talk about kids then. Mm -hmm. And I, at that point was starting to feel the weight of touring all the time and being gone all the time. And at that point in our career, you know, we were still, we went from California to New York in in three days wow. or less and a tiny Honda element with us and our, our buddy park. And I mean, we were gone for three months straight, just like just road dogs. And mm-hmm. I was starting to feel like, you know, I don't, is this, is this it? Like, is this what, this is not glamorous. This is not, you know, there's no tour bus. There's no fan club. <laughs> there's no people bringing me drinks and snacks before I play. You know, I'm stuck in a, a, dark room with cigarette butts on the floor. And, and I'm just kind of going, what am I doing? Like, is this, is this it? Is this where we're headed? And yeah, I began to feel like, you know, I'm laying down a major dream of starting our family to continue to pursue this dream that I think I want. I don't really know. Like it all happened so fast. And so we made the hard decision to kind of hit pause in our career because Things were working, things were were moving, but I think mm-hmm. in our hearts, we felt like, you know, it didn't really make a lot of sense to people. We really kind of felt like God was calling us to to let it go and mm-hmm. to start pursuing our family. And we just felt peace about it, even though it didn't really make a lot of sense. And we're yeah. still living in a basement apartment and just like a lot of things was, it was not a great time, but we really felt peaceful about it. And so we went for it. We were like, all right let's have a baby. And, and, you know, lo and behold, it worked. And I got pregnant and had to finish up a tour. And, you know, I'm like, really, really, I think I was eight months pregnant on that last tour. Yeah. And that was the point that I was like, I'd be fine if I never played another show again. You know, of course that was like a little burnout happening. I'm like, I am done. I'm so done. So we, we really, we took a major step back and just focused on family for for about four years and kind of worked odd jobs and just made it work. And did you guys write during that four year time? Yeah. Josh never really stopped writing. He would uh-huh. co write throughout the week when he could. I really 
stopped. I'm just an all or nothing person anyway. Yeah. And I just dove into motherhood and nesting. I, I like, we, we bought our first little home and like, I just was consumed with not being on the road, being pregnant, being, you know, nesting and, and doing all of that. And I kind of, I needed just a full clean break from it. I was so burnt out mm-hmm. and it was good for me. It was exactly what I needed. But yeah, Josh continued to write, which I'm very thankful for because I feel like it, it kept a pulse on that creative world, which was yeah. really needed. Hey guys. So if you never want to miss a podcast or any of the scoop that's going on around here, go to www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe to our newsletter. You get all the fun freebies that I send out and you can join our amazing community. Again, it's www.thisloudhouse.com and subscribe. Now, at what point did you, because you guys have a new album and new things happening. So when did that shift happen to, okay, I think maybe I want to jump in again. And what's that going to look like? I now have two kids, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. How, how did that happen? It was a slow progression. Around the time that our second little, little dude came along, I think, feel like it was maybe around his first birthday. Mm-hmm. That you know, it's hard for me to put into words because I'm such a feeler that I just, you know, it's like, I, I remember when we were deciding like, should we, should we have another baby? And both of us were like, no, 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 no. And then just felt like we woke up one morning. We were like, yeah, I feel it just feels different. You know, yeah. that's kind of how we've done things in our world. But, um, around the time that Zeke was about one that we both just found ourselves, you know, we, at the time it was like, we have a two-year-old and a newborn or, you know, almost one-year-old. And we're like, dog tired and drained and just, you know, at the end of every day, it's like, I got nothing left, but we found ourselves at the end of every day, like going, sneaking out into the music room and and writing and, and, Mm. you know, finding like the best way I can describe it is you would think at that season of my life, I would be, you know, like I was in the beginning, just so over it. And like, I'm not, I don't have anything left, but I just creativity kept bubbling up and I was finding like, I would, I would want to go try to write or, you know, go plug in the microphones and just sing and just, you know, just do that instead of vegging out watching Netflix, which is still like my number one favorite thing to do ever. Of course. Right. That's ultimate relaxation. Yeah. The ultimate is just like glass of wine and Netflix. Yes. We both kind of just kept realizing that this is something was stirring in us that was not going away. And Mm -hmm. Really, it took me diving into motherhood and because it was that one thing that I knew I wanted. And then once I got it, I realized there is more, like I have more in me and it's taken, you know, I'll be honest, like that's been a weird headspace for me to, to navigate the feelings of guilt of wanting to work and wanting to do more and not being satisfied with just being a mom. Cause there's, I have dear, dear friends who are full-time stay-at-home moms and that is their around-the-clock job and I'm mm-hmm. I've done it and I know it is hands down the hardest job in the world oh amen by far none and so it was humbling for me and confusing and a lot of guilt of feeling like I don't want to just stay at home I I, I want to work I want to I want to use my creativity and I need that time away from my kids to go and be creative because it's made me made me a better mom 
because yeah. I'm, it fills me up and I'm able to have that sense of peace and calm within myself when I'm with them. So yeah, it was just like this undeniable, like, this isn't going away and we're not getting any younger. You know, I just felt like everything was kind of pointing us to this is the, this is the time. If we're ever going to give this, you know, another go, mm-hmm. it's kind of now or never. I feel like that's so brave, Nicole, because so many people just go through life like, you know, scared to, because yeah. that's hard, right? Oh, and I, yeah, it's terrifying. <laughs> it's terrifying. Do you feel like you, you know, I know for me, motherhood changed me so drastically as a person. And do you feel like you write differently? Are the lyrics, you know, inspired from a different place? How has it affected your songwriting, being a mom? I feel like one of the most noticeable ways for me that it's, that it has changed me is I'm much more intentional about that time. I wouldn't necessarily say that the lyric, now there's certain, certain times, certain things have sparked a song idea, you know, Mm -hmm. from something that has happened in my being a parent, but across the board, it's more just, I'm more focused and intentional with the time that I have Mm -hmm. away because Whereas we used to write all the time and it's, it would take the whole day and, and writing is hard. I mean, most of the time songs do not just flop out into the page. You're like, Oh, cool. I mean, it's like a tedious, gruesome task sometimes. And we would spend, you know, the whole day and co-writes and that was kind of it. But now it's like, there's this drive to like, okay, if I'm going to be away from the kids, either a, I'm paying someone to be with them and right. I'm away. I'm not with it. It's like all of that's kind of floating around in my mind. It just makes me more, makes me more focused on this is the time I have. I'm going to really put everything I have into it, even though sometimes I don't feel like it. And it's, it's taught me like, I'm not always going to feel whatever yeah. I choose to do, you know, get over it, suck it up, finish right. it, move on. Yeah. Adulting has to happen. Yes. I think that's probably been the biggest change. Well, what is next for Ellen Owen? I know you guys have new material that's coming out. I mean, do you, have you guys set some future plans or goals or are we just like rolling with what you feel inspired to write? Yes. All of the above. (laughs) Right. So the cool thing about the new project is it's old songs and some new songs. We released... I guess it's almost been two years now, some singles that because we were still knee deep in our regular day jobs and weren't really giving it our full, full attention, giving music our full attention, we kind of just put them out there and didn't really promote them, didn't really do anything with them. Just like there, there they are. We wanted to really come back to those songs, a few that were really special and then come back to some really old songs. There's a couple of songs on this new album that are like, I think Crippled Me is about 10 years old. Yeah. We just wanted to kind of reimagine them and, and give them a fresh take. And we had talked about it for years. Like, what if we took some of our favorite, you know, old songs and redid them? And so we just finally did it. And during that, this time, like we're, we're writing pretty heavily. I mean, probably two or three times or more a week for a new album of like new, new songs which we are still in the process of building our team back because, you know, it, it, before we had kids, we had a whole team, you name it, we had it. And so now we're, you know, we're kind of starting back from square one, but it's going 
really well. And, and, you know, there, I, I won't lie. There's, there's a big question mark over a lot of things that in this industry, it's, there is no ladder to climb. There's no right. A plus B equals C. It's just like, you just, you give it your all, you do your best and you hope something happens. And thankfully some things are happening and we feel encouraged. We, we feel again, like this is, we're in the right place. I know we're in the right place. And I, I feel like now more than ever, I don't have any questions in my mind, even though there's a question mark of maybe the how and the when and the, what it's going to look like. I don't mm-hmm. question for a minute whether this is what we're supposed to do. Like I, I know in my bones and my gut and my soul that this is what we're supposed to do because I can honestly say, I mean, I come alive in a way that is just doesn't happen anywhere, anywhere else for me. And when we're, when we're performing in in particular, we've got a bunch of new songs, but we're, we're really being picky. We're really trying to, to make sure we're, we're not just settling. So we're spending some serious time focusing on, on writing and cause of it, cause Josh and I are, you know, we're, we're different. We're come from different musical backgrounds. We, we speak different languages in that world. And so kind of trying to, we're kind of in the process trying to find a more finite sound of like, what is, what, who are we, who is our band? So that's kind of what we're focused on now. But yeah, the goal is to just keep performing, keep touring, keep putting new music out and yeah. And I think it's so neat how it's like all of these experiences, right? Even like your, I'm just want to nest. And then, you know, going through the struggles of motherhood have like led you guys to this really beautiful place where yeah. you can be intentional and brave and say, this is who I am, you know, Yeah, yeah. which I know is what, what we all want, right? That authenticity, yeah. I think is just so cool. What is one thing, Nicole, that you are like, super proud of over the past, I guess it's been like 15 years. What are you most proud of? As far as just in, in life or in music? Yeah, or, in your music. I think the thing I'm most proud of is, is not quitting because yeah. it has been really hard and really, really scary at times. And especially when you put the weight of your kids on, on mm-hmm. you know, like we've got to make sure we're dancing on that line of, chasing a dream, but being responsible and, you know, making sure that our kids and our family are coming first, but, but it's good for them to see us go for our dreams too. You know, like just that weird balance. But I think, I think I'm most proud of us not, not giving up, even though there's been, you know, there's probably been times that maybe on paper we should have, you know, or maybe depending on how you look at things, you know, it would have been smarter or wiser to not, but just really not settling because I just, I just can't, I don't, I, I've seen too many people and it's easy to do. It's so easy to do. And you get caught up in the system and the rhythm and then, you know, and then you're stuck and we just, we're fighting as hard as we can to to not settle and to really chase. It's like, sounds so cheesy, but it's true. Yeah, but it's so beautiful. I love that. I mean, Tom Petty said it best, just run it down. (laughs) Run it down. 
I love it, Nicole. Well, yeah. and you, you just do it so beautifully and you guys can connect with, I know you guys are on Instagram, Ellen Owen, you yeah. can go to iTunes. Are you guys on Spotify? Yeah. We're anywhere you listen everywhere. to music. We're there. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. And yeah. y'all go get the new music, go follow yeah. them. You will be so inspired. And I don't, you need to post more pictures of your home, Nicole, because I totally am obsessed <laughs> with your style. And it's I remember really when bad about nesting, that. I was like, oh my God, she's so Maybe good. Kids are in school and I yeah. can clean the house and then take a photo of it before it gets yes. destroyed. Yeah, I should it's do that. So good. Oh, it's so good. Well, I just am so thankful. We'll have to do a net, we'll have to do a part two and I'll get Josh on here too. That'll yeah. be funny. <laughs> yeah, that'll be great. Thank yeah. you so much, Thank Nicole. You. Hey y'all. So if you would like to join our community on Facebook. We have a special group just for you. You can continue the conversation off the podcast online. Simply join the Life Sunny Side Up podcast group. Just search in your groups. It'll come up and I will be so excited for you to be a part of this amazing community.